Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to uh, Monday Night Live from the Jurassic Coast. I'm in Swanage, Dorset. I took that picture about an hour ago, walking on the beach before I came back to uh, the apartment we've got about 200 yards away. I've got John Baker on tonight, but we really want to talk about meetings. John lives in Swanage, but he's in London and I'm in Swanage. I don't quite know how that worked out, but it, but it certainly uh, worked out well. John, welcome. John, meetings is a really emotional subject that people get wound up on. And uh, I've heard people saying I was in meetings all day and I, I think they mean it. Now, you wrote a book on meetings, John, a number of years ago. Well, not too many years ago. Why did you write it? And uh, what are the secret tips? OK, so loads of questions all in one go. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with the really, the, the really strange one. Yeah, I, I wrote it. It was part of a larger book that I'm in the process of writing. And I suddenly realized that meetings was, was such an important part. It was worth dedicating some time to. Uh, the, the, uh, the simple answer is, as you said, so much time is dedicated in businesses to meetings. And yet at the same time, we hear all the negative things about it as well. So I thought something's got to be going really odd with that. Um, or as I said to somebody once, I really, my favourite car, and this will work really well for the British people in the room who, who remember it, was the, the Mini. The Mini was designed by a guy called, famous designer called Sir Alec Isigonis. And he came out with this quote once. He said, a camel is a horse designed by a committee. And that's, I remember that since I was about 10, and that's always stuck with me since then. But, but no, more seriously, um, I, when I was doing a load of work on introversion and productivity in businesses, I, I did a survey and I've got about 400, 500 people where I've talked about productivity and I bet, well, in fact, nearly 40% of people are less productive than they, they could be. And they admit that quietly when I'm, I'm talking to them. And there's two, two big problems. And one is that management style doesn't communicate effectively with the whole team. So they're not getting good communication. And number two is when there's culture in the company that wastes the talents of many team members especially when that overlaps with introversion. And of course, what part of most businesses is the, the pinnacle, if I can put it like that, of communication and is where the culture so often gets displayed the most. And that's meetings. And that's right from the board meeting all the way down to some small team meeting. And, and quite generally in companies where I've been fortunate enough to see, see boards, um, the behaviours that get displayed up, up the top of the, the business are the same kind of behaviours that are getting displayed lower down the business. So simple answer to your question, Derek, was that um, there's a lot of productivity that's being wasted. And I've seen a number of things that could start to change that. And for okay, me, John, you, you told me you did a lot of research into meetings. Hmm. You've got some uh, surprising statistics there for us, I think, haven't you? I can I can start picking out a load of bits and perhaps as we talk we will. But um, as I said, for me the 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 thing was this forty odd percent of people in business not being productive, and that was that was for me the the big one that just went oh yeah that's uh, that's the one that needs to needs to look at and investigate and and time and time again and having been coaching businesses for more years than I care to think of now. Um, I see meetings as the as the key route that everybody everyone everyone talks about meetings and as I said they all they all moan about them and yet you go into a, a, a head office a big corporate place all the meeting rooms are almost booked out then you add phone sessions and Zoom sessions 
And we talk about get engagement from the staff. And what do people do? Meetings. Um, so, so I go, are meetings important? At some level, they've got to be. At some level, they're probably the most effective or can be the most effective method of communication. So why, why do we bother? Um, I think the first thing is one positive outcome can be in some way teamwork, creative stuff, getting a group of minds together to, to work out a solution or to improve something rather than one thing or rather than getting groupthink going. Um, second sighted reason very often when I talk to people about why so many meetings, they would say to make sure that everybody has the same information. Now, of course, that's that's an interesting one because on the one hand, I absolutely see it because if I go and talk to 20 people, 20 different interpretations of what I said could get made. But if all I'm doing in my meeting is proselytizing and saying what I think, was a meeting the best way? Could I have just done an email or a video? So kind of, I'm not so sure about the information one. And of course, the, the third one that often gets cited is why do we have some meetings is get action going, get some action. I'm not entirely sure that's real either. But certainly for me, the, the big one there is about teamwork, getting the team to solve things together, creativity and, um, and stopping groupthink from going on. You're begging um, a lot of questions there. Uh, I there. thought I might. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, what do you think the optimum time for a meeting is then? Now, I know you're going to say it depends what the meeting's on, but it, seems, it seems to me, um, and I tried stand-up meetings at one stage, and that was really effective, except people didn't like it because they liked to sit down in a nice, comfortable chair and have a cup of coffee, which was the worst thing that happened. But So they were more effective. What What... So, you know, well, you've got a quick team meeting to, to so discuss where, Monday morning meeting. How about so that? Where, I, where I've looked at it, and, it, and you're absolutely right for me. First of all, without a doubt, on every single meeting that anybody ever plans, they ought to be going, what's the purpose? Everything else ought to flow from that purpose. And if the purpose is quick team update, get, get the team fired up for the week, then a five-minute stand-up on a Monday morning is probably a really good idea. Or even a five-minute every morning. But it really is about the purpose. If the purpose is to spend longer and review some issues, perhaps later on in the day is going to be better because people have cleared their minds of all the stuff that they were worrying about when they first came into work. Mm -hmm. oh, so I'd, I'd go every time back to the purpose. And, and that also explains why I often say to people, the problem with meetings, the biggest solution is to have more meetings. <laughs> but, but seriously, more meetings that are smaller, less people shorter much more focused because yeah, you think of how many meetings you've been in Derek where actually three quarters of what's being talked about is totally irrelevant to you yeah you could have broken that into three sessions and you not been on two of them problem is a lot of people have their own agendas they don't actually come with the same purpose as everybody else do they uh, ah now we come on to the, the, the point about purpose don't we and uh, that might that might be why and 40 coming back to another stat for you i promised you some more 47 percent of people i interviewed felt that meetings were not productive and you go wow and yet these things are so really important you should be getting into companies and um and teaching meetings but i bet no one no one wants to pay to be taught how to run this john can i, I just ask the... one question i've got i've got the, i've got it on gallery view how many people ever saw that video meetings bloody meetings written by john cleese the faulty towers guy 
And uh, he kicked it off, didn't he, by saying, oh, right, we've got a meeting. Um, what's the point of the meeting? And they said, well, you called it, John. What, what is the point? I said, I don't know. We always have a meeting at this time of day. So um, we've got a meeting. It was extraordinary. It looks like a few people have seen it. And that was, that was 40 years ago. John, sorry for the interruption. No, that's all right. But I think you make, a good, you make a very good point, which is, you know, when you're trying to fix it, um, what's the purpose? One of the big reasons why people detest meetings and they end up playing buzzword bingo in the meeting with their, with their mates or something is because there is no clear purpose. And how, you know, think about it yourself. How many meetings have you been dragged into for vague or even forgotten reasons? And that John Cleese one is the absolute classic. Well, we always have a meeting at this time. And whenever anybody says to me, what the reason for doing something is because we've always done it that way. I know it's time to change. So purpose is the big thing why people detest meetings that I've seen. Um, structure, meeting is not structured, deliver on the purpose. So there is no, this is the perfect meeting structure. Nigel was making some points about scrums earlier, a particular type of meeting, if I could put it like that, in particular context, very different structure to a completely different type of meeting. So every time, first is what's the purpose? Second is what's the structure? Um, Third, third thing is why people detest meetings is because they get alienated. Up quite often, a third to half of the people in the room, very often, by the way, it's the introverts, are alienated by the behaviours in the room, whether that's egos being waved around, whether that's just somebody's just blah, 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 blah or whether it's just lots of people talking and nobody actually listening to the, the detail. Mm. What about people turning up late for meetings, John? How, how, how should people handle that? That's a difficult one. Well, again, I think it depends on the purpose, but my, I, there's a few times when I get to uh, go right on the, on the extreme, and I just, the, uh, the one thing, if they've got to come in, that's fine, but you do not sit there, stop the meeting, bring them up to date and all the rest of it. They, if they're going to come in and sit down, they do so. And when people come into one of my meetings and try and do that and then ask questions that we've already covered and say, no, sorry, we've already covered it. You'll have to see it later. Mm. Because That's if you start, fun. otherwise you're starting again. And then that gives everyone else the right to, to, to restart all the discussions they've had too. So if they kind of come in late, treat them like a, they come in late and they, they don't get any special treatment at all. So um, what else have you got for us before we uh, draw up our own um, our own aid memoir on meetings so that we can pass that on to other people, younger people, older people who need some structure in these meetings, trustees, committees, et cetera. They're all, they can be a shambles, can't they? Oh, absolutely. So I think for me, the first thing is always about going, how, how do I prepare better for it? And, and that, that's if you're running the meeting, but also if you're attending it. Now, was like, the amount of times I've been facilitating, and that's a whole separate thing. We can talk about facilitation for hours, by the way. I've got 10 nice tips for that. But facilitating a meeting, and you suddenly realise that half the room have not even thought about what's in the meeting. So it's not just the preparation of the meeting holder. It's everybody being prepared. It's getting that agenda out early. It's getting the bigger one for me. Um, very often we, we say in the meeting, we're going to have a good discussion about the subject and add some value to the subject. And then we hand out three, three reams of paper with all the numbers on it when the meeting starts. Well, that should have gone out a week ago. You mm. cannot have a proper discussion under those, those situations. So preparation's definitely 
there to uh, to start off with um making deciding what as i said purpose but also if it's about decision making because i said decisions just now how are those decisions being made is it i i as the boss i'm going to tell you what the answer is end of in other words i've made the decision am i selling you the decision or is it that there's some democracy going on we're going to have a good decision we're going to discuss we're going to debate and then collectively we'll decide leads very differently to to a different type of meeting and very much so about different sets of preparation well we were talking about dealing with difficult people it's um, very frustrating when the uh, chairperson of the meeting or the boss is not good at running meetings uh, i was talking to somebody um, over the weekend who said that uh, we have an icebreaker for 20 minutes in a in a one hour meeting oh. Yeah, now I'd be why. interested uh, to know how you deal with um, with that boss who doesn't know how to run a meeting or or just wants to talk talk about himself. Well, it sounds to me, and that and that, that's one of the big. Nobody actually sits there and says it, but that's one of the big things going wrong. Is you've got to get over your own ego. If you're going to have successful meetings, the egos have got to leave the room. And so I so I always break it down into saying preparation is the first thing. You've got to fix the preparation. Next thing, and we can talk about that in more detail, but the next thing is expectations. What are the expectations of everyone in the room? And that's about when you start the meeting. Make sure everyone's on the same page. Managing the meeting. So that's about managing the voices, the people who want to talk a lot, the people who want to drag you back to things you've already covered, the people that come in late. Closing down the discussion. I've seen so many things where something's been discussed and some people think it's finished and other people just keep it going. So closing it down, making sure everyone knows it's closed. And then, of course, after the meeting, it's the follow up. Who's doing what? And those are kind of five broad categories. But I found that if people focus on those, their meetings start to improve. And perhaps that's a good time to turn it over to breakout rooms, Derek, because we can say to people, what's what's your biggest tip? We can then drop them into those five categories. But I think it's then 